episode number oh it's 18 i'm sorry it's it's episode <laughs> I was number letting you 18. have your chance this time i thought you just legitly no, forgot i legit didn't write it like, down so cricket cricket nope i really didn't write it down because i got yelled at the last two episodes so. uh, um so we're doing ghost ships today or i guess spooky ships or phantom ships or weird stuff that happened to ships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, any spooky updates? Mm, no. I saw that thing, like, pop its head in the corner of the door again. What thing? I told you about that. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before. When I said I was like, I didn't know. I don't know if I'm tired or if it's like a trick, oh, trick of the light. But yeah. like I keep seeing like a little shadow thing kind of like pop. Like it's, it's your shadow man making sure you guys are all right in the middle of the night. So yeah. Yeah, other than that, I don't think I had anything Ooh. spooky. No, I feel like this week I was really busy at work. And we worked a wedding. So I've been out and about. There you go. I did leave work late one night this week, and then I was like, okay, don't come out, don't come out, don't come out. I'm like trying to shut the salon, like Mm -hmm. rush out of the back room. (laughs) Leave me alone. I don't want to see you, please. Leave me alone. I had that, like, and, like, you know, that feeling like something is like, watching you but oh god i didn't see anything no so like, all right hurry shut the door shut the door turn off the lights i don't even have anything like my kids haven't even said anything weird or creepier no i don't think anyone else has played with oh god damn it i don't think anyone else has played with ghost tube or anything no i think they all shut it down i'll <laughs> shut it down <laughs> which i'm like yes please do that's it. We should turn it on after. Yeah, please don't, because I yes. will never come back to your house. Yes, let's turn it on after, and I'll like, for five minutes, and if nothing happens, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. I've turned it on in here, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. We should live stream it. Because, you know, everybody wants to watch us play on Ghost Tube all eight <laughs> followers. Um, well, you did send me some exciting news. Oh, we yeah. have reached Canada and Denmark and Japan. Denmark and Japan. So shout out to you if you uh, listened once and you're like, ugh, never mind. Thanks anyways, you know? Like, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was really cool. Um, and I don't know when they'll hear this, but uh, my husband's Xbox homies that play on Red Dead Redemption with him, uh, they started listening. So shout out oh, to you guys, too. If you people. make it this far, <laughs> I appreciate you. And one day I will get on Red Dead Redemption and play. But you know, just, I don't know Just tell Justin how funny you think we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, con- don't give me constructive criticism. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh... But yeah, so, yes, at this point, if you're still listening, 
Thanks for listening. If you're just now listening, thank you for listening. We hope you're entertained. We entertain ourselves, but we hope you are also, you know, entertained by a... They turn it off as soon as I start laughing. <laughs> they're like, yeah. They're like, we know where this is going. Bye. <laughs> I listened to this other podcast and one of the girls, like, people comment, like, they write comments like, oh, that girl's laugh is annoying. <gasps> and it's like, my heart would be so broken. What is she supposed to do about it? Like, people just laugh the way they laugh. And I know I laugh pretty ridiculously. Like, it's been likened to a chipmunk before. So, you know, I can't do anything about it. That's just how it comes out. Yeah. Please don't comment on it. <laughs> That's so rude. I know. What the heck? I would cry and then never get back on the podcast. I have... I remember somebody said this one thing. It's like, if you comment... Like, if you're gonna make a comment on somebody's, like appearance or something like don't comment on it if it's not something that they can change immediately like mm-hmm. you have food in your teeth or you have your flies down or yeah your eyeliners mm-hmm. rubbed out your flies down whatever if it's like you know like oh your nose is weird you know what i yeah. mean it's like why why yeah you know your laugh is weird okay like, well, like, how the fuck am I supposed to change that? <laughs> like, let me just, yeah. <laughs> so. Alright. So for today, I chose the Mary Celeste for my ghost ship. And on December 5th, 1872, the Mary Celeste was seen floating adrift in choppy waters by Captain David Morehouse of the D. Grattan. I think I hope D yeah. Day Gratin. Day Gratin. Okay. It's probably not even pronounced like that. <laughs> no, I just I watched two videos. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Not there's no N. That's a A. I can't read my own writing. I watched two videos too. That's awful. Mm. The Day Grat Gratia. The Mary Celeste had left New York eight days before Captain Morehouse, and it should had it should have had already arrived in Genoa, Italy. He uh, changed course to offer help and sent a boarding party onto the ship. But when the boarding party got on, there was no sign of anybody. And below deck, they found that the crew's belongings were still in their quarters and the ship's charts had been tossed out. The ship's only lifeboat was gone, and two of its pumps had been disassembled. Also missing were the chronometer, the sextant, the nav book, navigation book. Sorry, I'm reading my fucking... <laughs> it's okay, because I thought you just said sex tape, and I was like, what? There, yeah, the... Get... <laughs> Sorry. Sextant. Okay, it's like that little see, measury thing. I got it now. It okay. looks like a... You know those things you use for geometry? Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. A protractor? Like. Kind of. But bigger. Made for a Compass? Bulk. No. It's not a it's not a compass. It literally looks like a protractor. Oh, okay. Anyway. The navigation book and the register were also missing. Not the sex tape. Mm, okay. <laughs> um and yeah, obviously, there's nobody to be found on the ship whatsoever. There was three and a half feet of water in the bottom of the ship, and the cargo of 1,700 barrels of industrial 
alcohol were still intact. There was also a six-month supply of food and water that had been untouched. So the ship had departed um, New York on November 7th, 1872. It had seven crewmen, as well as Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, his wife Sarah, and their two-year-old daughter Sophia. The ship had gone through heavy weather to reach the um, Azores Islands, where the last log entry was recorded at 5 a.m. on November 25th. So the crew of the Degrassi, the crew of Degrassi, wow, Degratia, bought the ship into Gibraltar, where they had a salvage hearing with the British Vice Administry Court. And so basically, um, what they were trying to do is like, I guess if you find an empty ship mm-hmm. or boat or whatever, you can take it and claim it mm-hmm. as like finders keepers. Like, oh, yeah. and so it's, you're salvaging it. So you're either going to get paid out by the boat's insurance company or you get to like keep it as property or mm-hmm. both. So uh, after a three month investigation, they were rewarded some money, but only one sixth of the forty six thousand um, dollar insurance policy, and that basically suggested that authority authorities weren't completely convinced that they had nothing to do with the fact that the boat turned up with a missing crew. Mm. So this is kind of we get to our first theory of what had happened, which is that the crew of the Degratia, you know, just kind of, hey, there's this boat, they've got stuff, we want it, mm-hmm. and we're gonna just throw everybody off, take yeah. it, and then say, oh, hey, we found this random boat, you know? Um, some other theories as to why this boat was just floating with nobody on it was that um pirates might have come and stolen the people but not the you not know what the I mean? ship not the ship or the ship not the ship well yeah they didn't take yeah. the boat they didn't take the cargo which the alcohol on there was obviously probably it's because Worth Captain something. Jack Sparrow wasn't on the ship. Well, it was de- <laughs> it was denatured alcohol, so it was technically alcohol you're not supposed to drink. Oh, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't fermented for booze, mm. boozy consumption. Um. Mm. So, like I said, like the chronometer, the sextant, you know that stuff was missing, but like. You know why would they only take the people, the people and a navigation? Na- yeah, like a couple navigation items that they may or may not have already had. Yeah. You know what I mean? But didn't take the, anyone's else. belongings. Mm-hmm. Didn't take. Not, you know what I mean? So that kind of did it even look ransacked? No. So that was the other thing is like basically like the the condition of the boat and the fact that like the cargo was not taken was it ruled out the pirate theory. Gotcha. Um, another theory is that the crew drank some of the alcohol and mutinied and then took one lifeboat 
and, and left just navigation stuff and left their belongings you know what i mean like that so it like kind of still doesn't make sense um there were two of the crewmen that were brothers uh named volkert and boyer boy i don't know lorenzen and they were suspected of being the mutineers because none of their personal long personal belongings were found at all uh-huh. but they had supposedly lost all of their belongings in a um another shipwreck a month before oh so like and that had been recorded mm-hmm. so descendants of these people have been interviewed and they're like no like they wouldn't have mutinied like no matter how drunk they were whatever and like descendants of the brothers like it was there's like written proof that they had lost all of their stuff in a shipwreck and Mm -hmm. that they survived that shipwreck so yeah so and they also like had no motive but also like again like if you were gonna mutiny wouldn't you keep the ship yeah you don't mutiny, throw the captain over, and then jump into the lifeboat and yeah. leave everything of importance on. You know what I mean? I don't know. It still doesn't <laughs> make sense, right? Cargo. Um, another theory is that the alcohol um, expanded, and so the smell of alcohol got really, really strong, and um, oh, hold on, sorry. So another theory is that the alcohol expanded and blew off the main hatch and making it made the crew um, afraid of an explosion. So in order to save the crew and then a lot of people say because obviously he had his small child, the captain had his small child with him, like he made a hasty decision to just get in the lifeboat and get off the boat Mm -hmm. and save everybody and avoid, you know, the explosion. Uh, But... Um, when the boarding crew from the DeGratia came on, they said that the main hatch was secured still, and there was no smell of alcohol fumes mm. whatsoever. So nine of the barrels were empty, but those barrels had been made of red oak instead of white oak, and supposedly red oak is more porous, so it's more prone to like having it would have maybe absorbed mm. the alcohol mm-hmm. or like leaked it gotcha. because it could penetrate through it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Another theory is that, like, they had just gotten really, really lost. So the last couple entries of the logbook, um, Briggs had said, oh, we are near, um, we, we can see land. We're about six miles off of land. And it would have been the um, island of Santa Maria, which is, like, the like, furthest south island of the Azores, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but upon studying the logs, it was determined that Briggs was, like, likely about 120 miles west of where he thought he was. Mm-hmm. And it was probably because his chronometer didn't actually work right. It was, oh, like, inaccurate. Shit. Yeah. And then in the logs, it said that he had changed course to head north of Santa Maria, mm-hmm. um, thinking that, and they th- are speculating it was because he was trying to, like, kind of escape the bad weather or try to get out of the path of bad weather and get potentially closer to yeah. these islands or whatever. Um, 
but if he was 120 miles off after one of his, you know, if he had saw the land and a few days later is putting in where he thinks he's at based on description, like he was, he was off. So maybe when he turned to go Mm -hmm. to try to find the land, you know, and then maybe hopped off into the lifeboat thinking, oh, we're only a few miles from the land, but Mm -hmm. wasn't, you know. So that's with another speculation, but um, a lot of people, which you'll find some of these theories is like he was, um, he had been a ship captain for 18 years. So these are really like, like rudimentary mistakes Mm -hmm. for somebody with that much experience to make. Yeah. Like he would know how to fare bad weather. Mm -hmm. He would have, he would know not, it was worth staying on the big boat versus piling everyone into the little lifeboat trying to find land during a storm. You know what I mean? So he did record, though, that the weather was really bad and the wind um, was up to 35 knots, which don't ask me for a, uh, I don't know what that is in miles per hour. You didn't learn from the Titanic? No. What is it? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, well, then what the hell are you telling me? Um, And that was recorded the night before the very last entry uh, on the 25th, but again, it's still that bad of weather, like, it still would not have prompted a skilled captain to abandon his ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, another theory is that, uh, that three and a half feet of water that was in the bottom of the boat mm-hmm. is that he, they had, like, a... It's 40 miles per hour, by the way. Oh, that's a strong wind. I think that's... Is that gale force? Okay, I don't know that much. I don't know. That's a strong wind, though. Gale force? Oh, is that why Olaf names the wind gale in Frozen 2? Yes. Oh my gosh. What? Mind exploded. You didn't catch that? No, I just thought it was When we went and saw that in the theater and he was like, I'm gonna name you Gale, and I chuckled. I just thought you thought it was funny. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, back to 35 knots and wind force. Anyways. Sorry. Oh, God. So, there's, like, a mechanism on the ship that I'm not even going to explain it well, but it would basically measure if there was water in the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he checked that it came, you know, it came back that there's water at the bottom of the boat So there's also the theory that he made a rush decision to get everyone off the boat because he was afraid it was going to sink. Again, he was too experienced to think that the level that the water was at would not have made it to their destination. Yeah. Because, I mean, three and a half feet, yeah, that's that's pretty deep. Yeah. But for the size of the boat, Mm -hmm. it would have been fine to make it all the way to land. Yeah. Before there would have been a real issue, if an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also uh, the theory that there was a sea quake. Okay. So an earthquake, but... At sea. In the ocean. And I guess in records, there was an 8.5 magnitude earthquake or sea quake around the area at the time that the boat was found. And so there was the potential for a foreshock. So we know earthquakes have aftershocks. 
So I guess they have four shocks. Mm-hmm. So there is the potential that a four shock could have hit um, in that area. And then the rumbling, you know, yeah. and the commotion, it probably would have, you know, swung the boat around a little bit. And it broke those barrels mm. on the nine empty mm-hmm. barrels. It broke those barrels. And then the noise of the rumbling and shit going on yeah. scared the crew into thinking that an explosion was imminent. Mm-hmm. And that they needed to get off the ship. Gotcha. Before those barrels exploded, because I that once, is the yeah. one that makes the most sense so, so far. So like, once the barrels exploded, yeah, they could smell the alcohol. Rumblings oh, happening, mm-hmm. potentially rumbling just from the sea quake, and they all panic and jump off the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also said. It's also said that they might have actually abandoned the ship in a different part of the Atlantic than where the boat was actually found. Oh, shit. I just realized I'm using ship and boat, like, very interchangeably. <laughs> the ship boat. Y'all know what I mean. It's probably really annoying. Anyways, so... <laughs> it, yeah, so people think that maybe they abandoned it in a completely different part of the Atlantic. And so, obviously, they weren't looking anywhere, if they looked for the crew at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't looking anywhere near where they might have been. I read some other theories that they might have they might have come across another ship that was empty or abandoned that had a decent amount of like treasure or wealth on it oh and they fucking and they hop hopped onto that Little ship took it, asses and that they're like living the life they were living mm-hmm. the life in like italy or something like okay. living a new life because they found all these riches sure Okay, that's a really nice way to think that, yeah. oh, nobody died. They yeah. all just... They all made it out. They all found magical treasure Bunnies. in the middle of the ocean, and, and now they're, like, they were living fat at the end. Um, and then, now we get into the, uh, now we get into the, uh, spooky theories of what happened to this crew. So some think that the boat was cursed from the get-go. So when it was built, it was actually called the Amazon. And um, once it was done being built and they were trying to get it into the water, they had a really difficult time trying to get it launched. And some of the people that had worked on it and tried to get it into the water were saying that it was like refusing to leave. Oh, shit. Like, it was like, nah. Yeah. It's like, nah, no, 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 bitch. don't put me in the water. <laughs> so, I want to yeah. take a bath. Yeah. So they had a really difficult time trying to get it into the water in the first place. Um, the very first captain died of pneumonia on board. Oh. Okay. Uh, later it ran aground, um, and investors couldn't afford to remove it, so it, like, hung out, just wrecked on this, like, pile of rocks for a while, until somebody finally was able to remove it. Um, and there's, like, all these people had names. I am just shortening everything for, like, time's sake. And it's not really that pertinent to... Yeah. No, I get it. You know, the overall. So, eventually, yeah, some guy was able to remove it, got it floating, and then it was sold and resold a couple times, and eventually, during that time, it was named the Mary Celeste. So, eventually, uh, our friend Benjamin Spooner Briggs gets gets the boat. He buys it. And, um, I, so some people think that in a, in lines with the, the curse theory, 
is that he might have had a um, religious manic episode. So I guess he was very, very devoutly mm-hmm. Christian. Okay. Very intense in his faith. Mm-hmm. Everything had a religious explanation. You know what I mean? Like, which that's fine. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But people kind of, you know, again. So people think that he had this manic episode brought on by his intense faith, but also the curse of the boat. And I saw it likened to, like, the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. How, you know, uh, the hell is Jack Nicholson's character is already kind of like, meh. Mm-hmm. And he gets into this creepy-ass hotel that's got weird shit going on, and mm-hmm. he just snaps. Yeah. So that's what they kind of likened it to. It's yeah. like, he's already, you know, meh. And he gets into this cursed boat, and all of a sudden he snaps. So they think that he snapped, killed everybody, and then himself, and had thrown everybody um, overboard. Mm-hmm. That's where Briggs falls in with the with the curse theory. Mm-hmm. Um, another, a third captain had also fallen ill and died. Um, and this was after the boat was brought back in. I think it was sold off another one or two times. Mm-hmm. This captain got it. He fell ill and died. And then the very last owner slash captain that had the ship ran it aground. Um, but seemingly for insurance purposes... So he wanted to claim yeah. the insurance. Some people speculate that he knew the ship was cursed so mm-hmm. that he felt the need to, you know, end its end its life at sea by running it aground again. Yeah. Um, and, but everyone was like, no, no, no. He was just trying to get insurance payout. Mm-hmm. But his last crew um, had described him as having a slow descent into madness, and mm-hmm. this man did eventually kill himself. Oh. And he did mention the boat in his suicide note. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Lastly, the, uh, the son of the original builder said that the boat was possessed by the devil. Oh. And he said... Yeah, he was possessed. He wasn't quite sure how it got possessed, but it was mm-hmm. an evil boat. And that was the son of the original builder, so. Okay. Um, And then we have some fun theories such as, you know, maybe they sailed into part of the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. And they all disappeared and, you know, the boat stayed where it was. Yeah. Um... Some think that a giant squid or, like, a kraken attacked the boat. Okay. And suction cupped all of the crew off. I believe it. And took them into the ocean, which... I'm like, why would everyone run up, you know... (laughs) Oh, there's a giant squid suctioning people off into the ocean. Like, let's all run up to the top deck and get taken. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, (laughs) you know... Whatever. Okay, Who people knows? might not just know how to deal with krakens. You know. Okay, let's fight the kraken, and they all get. Yeah. We Send the two-year-old little girl <laughs> out to fight the kraken. Yes. It'll be fine. Um, and then some think that well, there's no other logical explanation. Nothing else makes sense. So you know what makes sense? Aliens. Yeah. Aliens abducted <laughs> them. They just. You know what? We're just gonna take all these people, and nobody's gonna know. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, 
that so that's that's it for the that's it for the theories and then um some people actually so the boat no longer exists it um after it ran aground by that last guy i think they eventually did just demolish it demolish it okay um so the boat does not exist anymore but some people do claim to see the ship Mm -hmm. still floating in the atlantic sometimes so sometimes they'll catch a little glimpse of the ghost ship looks just like the mary celeste and she's floating around and i'm like well maybe the crew Mm -hmm. got reunited with the boat (laughs) in the afterlife you know know. i believe it uh so yeah so most people think that the most like plausible explanation is that some reason he thought the alcohol was gonna was gonna explode explode so he got everybody off the that ship and like i said because his child was on the boat like mm-hmm. they think he was just more might have been more apt to jump ship yeah to try yeah. to save his kid yeah versus and his wife too yeah right? exactly yeah um you know but versus like oh we can just we can fare this it's fine mm-hmm. we'll get through it um, but because he had his family with him, they think that's why he was more prone to making quote unquote bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nobody, there's been research done. A lot of the research I got was from um, a woman who looked into it in 2002. And really, there's just no, there's the most plausible. And then there's the least plausible, which is probably the aliens, but it's kind of a fun thought. Yeah. <laughs> the underground of the atlantic uh that they took the tunnels yeah there was some mention too of like atlantis like so what did the city just like come up from under the <laughs> and suck in the crew you know or they were like hey let's just go let's go let's go hang out at this town underwater yeah like <laughs> so people have really tried to like yes you know i shouldn't laugh because nothing makes sense nothing no. makes sense at all you know like he was too good of a captain for a lot of the theories you know, the weather was bad, but not that bad. Like, yeah. the water in the bottom... It does make sense, though, that there is a sea quake or ocean quake or whatever the fuck you called it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, like, some people think that there might have been... Um, have you ever seen a water spout? Mm-mm. Okay, so they happen in the Atlantic. I don't know if they happen out here in the Pacific, but... Okay. We're um, cruising the Atlantic, so... What's that? They said I'm never going to go on a cruise in the Atlantic now, so keep going. So, (laughs) it's like, almost like a water tornado. So it's like the pressure in the atmosphere changes, and it's like this freaking, like, water tornado just comes up. That would make sense, because isn't the Atlantic supposed to be colder than the Pacific? Or warmer than the Pacific? I don't know. I don't swim in the Pacific because oh. it's cold as shit everywhere. Okay, then I, th- I swim because I know in Florida. they're supposed to be opposites or something. So yeah, um, it's supposed to be warmer. So it could be a cold front came and fucked well, it all know. up. The Titanic sank in the Atlantic. So well, I mean, nobody that that guy was an idiot and hit a fucking iceberg, even though he had like thirty years of fucking preparation. Um, well, see, maybe captains can be dumb. It wasn't a hundred percent his fault though. Uh, they actually just found. Uh, they found a photo where you could see black scorch marks on the outside of the Titanic mm-hmm. um, and apparently they ended up finding record that it had caught on fire um, during while they were finishing up building mm-hmm. it 
and um, they never replaced those panels. So basically the metal was weakened already by the fire because the Mm -hmm. intense heat. They just let the fire burn. I still think. They just shut it off. He might have not all been at fault, but he still had a lot of time to prepare to turn the boat. Well, yeah, he got a, they got a lot of, um, yeah, they got a lot of warnings from other boats saying, hey, there's hella icebergs, and he was pretty bent on making a, mm-hmm. a good exactly. impression, because it was actually one of his, oh well <laughs> it was one of his last no shit um <laughs> it i believe that was going to regardless be. going to like either yeah. they pulled him out of retirement to captain that shit to mm-hmm. captain the titanic or he was gonna retire after and <laughs> mm-hmm. he was forced into it but um so he kind of had this like push one because it was the boat's maiden voyage but two it was probably going to be his last Mm -hmm. and he wanted to like make a good impression and get there three days early yeah and yeah i get it i guess there's a lot not really there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that led to the titanic sinking but i wish that have you seen the compare the comparison sizes from the boats now to what the titanic was was it still bigger no. Oh, it's tiny. The fucking cruise ships now oh. are at least 30 times bigger. Oh. At least. They're so big. I'll have to pull up a picture for you because it's fucking insane how big the fucking comparison pictures are. Um Sin to Titanic. Sorry. Sorry guys, hold on. Brief <laughs> brief pause. Look. It's at least 30 times fucking larger than what the Titanic was. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, I mean, that was the biggest ship for its time. Mm-hmm. This is true. At least, uh, that ship could probably just run over an iceberg at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the, uh, the mysterious case of the Mary... Mysterious case of mysterious. the... Mysterious. Mysterious. <laughs> Most mysterious. Mysterious Sorry. case of the Mary Celeste. Say that ten times fast, all right? No, thanks. I can't even talk regularly. (laughs) All right. So, we're going back. And we're going back to the Donna time. Just kidding. (laughs) So, I did mine on the Flying Dutchman. And no, I didn't get all my information from fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Although, I love those movies. Oh, I thought we were going to have just the whole squid face Davy (laughs) Jones Jones. episode. (laughs) Yes, I I can, if you want me to start with that. That's fine. Okay. So, the Flying Dutchman was owned by the Dutch East India Trading Company, and it sailed between the Netherlands and the East Indies, which I just looked up, and it's the sub-region of North America. So, like, the Caribbeans and stuff like that. Oh, got it. Um... The last voyage of the Flying Dutchman took place in 1641 and captained by Hendrik van der Decken. Sorry. (laughs) Traducken? No, van der Decken. (laughs) Sorry. And they were on the way back to Amsterdam when shit went bad. 
so they had to travel through the Cape of Good Hope, which is located off the coast of South Africa. And it was previously called the Cape of Storms because unfortunately more ships than just the Flying Dutchman were lost to its rough waters and terrible storms. So fun fact, they renamed it the Cape of Good Hope. Because... I was just about to fucking say oh, that. Okay, go. Fuck. Just say it. No, go, go ahead. You already ruined no, it. Do it. No, go ahead. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it either. Well, Nobody's going to know it. now. The end of the podcast. Yep. That's all you know about the Flying Dutchman now. <laughs> no, please, go. No, I didn't write it down. I thought I did. It's on my other notes that I threw away. <laughs> like an idiot. Like if she threw a fit. It's not even there. Yeah, they renamed it the Cape of Good Hope because it was, yeah, when it was called the Cape of Storms, people were too afraid. Mm-hmm. So um, shipping started taking a hit. Yeah. So they changed it so that people wouldn't be afraid to sail through but there But, like, anymore. you find out that it was called the Cape of Storms, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, oh, now it's all changed? Yeah, Anyways. just because you changed the name. Yeah. Um, so Captain Vander Decken was in a hurry to return to Amsterdam and insisted on pushing through the Cape of Good Hope through a really terrible storm. Um, it, the storm actually frightened the crew, and they asked the captain to turn the boat around and head back and go another way instead of through the through the Cape. They could just go around the entire thing and just avoid it. Um, some say that Vander Decken tried to turn the boat around, but couldn't do so in time, so it was just taken down. Others, others, say that he ignored them because he was drunk and mad and he sailed them right into the storm. Drunk and mad as in, like, pissed or drunk and crazy? I'm gonna say both, maybe, (laughs) because... He was drunk and mad. That's all I got out of that was he was just pissed off. So he was like, fuck you guys, and took him into the storm. Um, The crew tried a mutiny, but it failed. And the captain killed the mutiny leader and tossed him overboard and said he would complete the journey around the Cape. Okay. So you guys have to understand that this is a 1600 story and this is one of the one of the most popular boats in entertainment. The story has been skewed. It has been turned into... Squid face. Squid face Davy Jones. Like it has it, it it has taken its Yeah. It's unfortunate turn into we don't fully understand the full story the original full story to it. So in my research it was said that either the devil or an angel appeared and sealed the ship's fate. The curse would be that the ship Vander Decken and his crew could never set foot ashore again, and the ship could never pull into port and pass the rough the rough waters that lay with uh with the ship. Hmm. And the ship went down. So it's permanently stuck in the Cape of Good Hope. It is permanently stuck in that area, and it mm-hmm, it is permanently stuck in that area, and with it, like there's. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me just pause that and, like, we'll come back to that. Hold on. So, but in some versions, however, there is leniency. The curse could be broken if the captain could find true love or faithful love or some shit like that. <laughs> and then, or or once every seven to ten years, the crew could come ashore for one fucking day. And they have to go back or they're, I don't know, they turn into sea creatures. I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, what's worse than you already did? And, yeah. So what's worse than dead? 
Um, You're like dead, dead. Dead, dead. I don't fucking. Like dead they finally pass over. I don't, I don't know. That's weird. I would just say, why am I gonna man? Why am I gonna <laughs> be a crew? Part of the crew on this ship that's just de- like destined to be stuck under the water for ten years at a time, or I could just stay on land and disappear into nothing. I don't know. They probably and, turn into like fucking flying lobsters. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, unless you're having that much fun. Yeah. To me, it just fuck seems... around with people. Or maybe you maybe you go to hell or something. Yeah. And that's why it's better to be on the ship. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, of course, the sightings of the Flying Dutchman mean that there is impending danger or doom. Um, when this ship is seen, it is described as guiding fast ac- gliding, holy crap, gliding <laughs> fast across the water. It is dark with gloomy bark, and after the ship is seen, unfortunate weather always follows. Mm. So, between the 18th and 20th century, many crews reported seeing the Flying Dutchman. Um... At first, it was only by hearsay and by, like, stories being told. It was never logged into books and mm-hmm. ever, or lo- logged into the, the captain's log or whatever. Yeah. Um, so sailors actually started to log their own encounters or sightings of the ships. Or oh, of the ship. They were keeping... They were keeping tabs they on them. keeping, uh, like, diaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the ship and crew of the Flying Dutchman do try to make contact with other travelers uh, but it wasn't specified how or what the contact the contact would mean if successful to the other crew, or the other the other ship or however they're whoever they're trying to contact. And I f- fully went into I think that this means that they would all just die. Like this would just be a really really bad scenario. Like, and there was no on. stories of anybody like fully getting into contact with them. I looked. But you never know. Hmm. Um, so on July 11th, 1881, so going into like a story of a sighting, a ship that had future King George the Fifth, V is five, right? Yes. Okay, the fifth. And <laughs> his brother, Prince Albert Victor, and their tutor, John Neil Dalton, were on a three-year voyage around the world. Uh, they were in the Bass Strait, which is off the coast of Australia, and at 4 a.m., the princess saw something that they didn't expect to. In the log, it is recorded that, quote, the Flying Dutchman crossed our bows. Bows. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I forgot that you pronounce it differently. Okay. <laughs> in different, different places. Um, and then a strange red light as of a phantom ship all aglow, and then I kind of par- like, skipped a a bunch of like words yeah. that kind of didn't pertain to this and then um on arriving there was no vestige or no sign nor any sign whatever of any material ship was to be seen either near or right away to the horizon the night be clear and the sea calm mm-hmm. so as they got closer to the ship it was it, it was just gone Ew. yeah um yeah so then it doesn't just stay in the cape i th- think it might just stay between the Netherlands and the Cape, is what I'm assuming, or it just haunts all seas. I, again, I don't know fucking geography, so I don't, anything's possible. It would just make, I don't, I don't know, because I don't know geography either, so I don't know how big the fucking Cape is or what a Cape is, to be honest. In 1939, on the South African coast, beachgoers saw the Dutchman. The ship was sailing steady, and as people got more interested in what was happening, it completely vanished. Mm. 
Uh, three years later, four people saw the Dutchman sail into Table Bay, which is near Cape Town, and it vanished. Oh. Um, the Flying Dutchman does haunt the coast of South Africa in the Cape. So it might not just be haunting that place. It might just go everywhere to haunt or to wreak havoc on everybody else or whoever they deem fit to wreak havoc on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they it does haunt the majority of, of the coast of South Africa in the Cape. And um, it says, when looking into the crashing waves, you may be able to catch a glimpse of it. The ship sits out there looking desperate to finally get home. Which makes me kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It's just like, oh, damn. Um, so the Flying Dutchman wasn't referred to as a pirate ship until 1812. So it was just a ship. Just a ghost ship. Just a ghost ship. Um, or a phantom ship, whatever you want to call it. Um, and in 1812, Sir Walter Scott published a poem about it, calling it a pirate ship. Oh. Um, and the only logical explanation that anybody has come up with about seeing the Flying Dutchman is that it's a mirage. Okay. Yes. But that was it. All right. And I'm like, oh, well, just I'm just seeing things. Don't worry. We're, yeah. we're just going to all hallucinate the same thing. Yeah, exactly. At the same all, time. At the same time, all four people, you know, or yeah. a whole fucking a beach whole crew or a whole beach yeah. full of people. I mean, it, I get it because, like, if it's all misty and mm-hmm. whatever, but, like, I don't know. I, and the, and I know, like, the brain likes to make sense of things so Mm -hmm. maybe yeah i mean i don't know that seems weird but okay oh yeah i forgot to tell you guys it it transported exotic silk spices and dyes before it crashed down oh sorry i forgot that whole davy jones was like (laughs) wearing (laughs) wearing his grandma's silk fresh ass silks (laughs) he had one for each tentacle (laughs) so you said though that or have you said that Uh uh-huh that Davy Jones never actually captained the... Oh, so, from what I read, it was... Davy Jones was never the real captain of the Flying Dutchman. That was all made into entertainment. That it was Captain Vander Decken, and then... Captain Traducken. (laughs) And then another captain that I forgot to write his name down, but... Uh, his name was Will Turner. Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) How could you forget? (laughs) No, it was like, it was something like Robert something or other. Like, I forgot. The Dread Pirate Roberts? No, nothing like that. (laughs) Um. Anyway. Yeah. That's really all I got. So, if you ever go to the Cape of South Africa. Don't go... In don't 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 go on a don't, ship. Don't pirate a ship. Don't pirate <laughs> don't a ship. Pirate a ship. <laughs> don't captain a ship. Yeah, just just kind of be chill. <laughs> and don't be shocked if you see it. Next time I go on a cruise, I'm gonna hope to see it or something. Yeah, just like <laughs> will to see it. So what is Davy Jones' locker? 
that is a thing. Oh, I forgot to tell you too. And this is like the funniest part about this, which I thought was fucking hilarious. The Flying Dutchman in like being in reference to like Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that is also in motherfucking SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh yeah, that's the first place I ever learned about the Flying Dutchman. I was cracking up because I totally forgot about it. I haven't seen SpongeBob in years. That episode was like kind of creepy. It was very creepy, but I was dying. The phrase Davy Jones Locker is an idiom that refers to the seabed, the resting place of thousands of sailors drowned at sea. So Davy Jones doesn't have a a locker, like a like a gym locker <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> That's where I thought he hid all his secrets. <laughs> That's where he hides his <laughs> I have a jar <laughs> Guess what's inside it. Oh my god, that's funny. Well that's interesting. It's interesting that um Yeah, like Hollywood just said, oh, we have Davy Jones' locker. Oh, we have the Flying Dutchman. Why don't we just like put Combine them together them? and say that Davy Jones par- er, yeah. captains the uh, Flying Dutchman? I like Captain Traducken much better. <laughs> Captain Traducken. Or Vanderbeek or whatever the hell it was. Vanderdecken. <laughs> Jesus. James Vanderbeek. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, I just thought it was really interesting that, like, there was an actual story to it because like growing up it was in spongebob and pirates of the caribbean you didn't get a whole backstory except for davy jones's squid face like or or some creep ghost thing coming at you from spongebob like yes yeah because he didn't have a squid face in spongebob but i wonder why he had a squid facing pirates of the caribbean i don't know oh i don't wasn't I don't know because he was lost at sea for so long the squid was just like let me be your face it's just (laughs) (laughs) oh no I just it was really interesting to actually learn about that yeah no that's that is interesting because I totally thought you were gonna give me this whole Davy Jones spiel today and no it was not Davy Jones at all tricked (laughs) you psych um I was gonna say something else but I forgot Oh, I just really, like, it was really hard to find, like, an actual backstory to it, like I said, though. Oh, shit. We're all falling off of chairs over here. (laughs) Because, fucking, like, like, it's been, like, manipulated so many times into so many different stories that, like, actually finding something that seemed solid was really, really difficult. Well, that's, like, and that's the thing with, like, all kinds of, like, lore especially to me like what little bit i know about the ocean stuff and sailor stuff is like in a lot of old stuff people didn't know how to write mm-hmm. a lot of the time yeah. back then so a lot of the stuff was word which is why word i was mouth. really confused because like in 1641 i mean it was very rare that you knew how to write like, I mean, it was, I don't know how rare, but... I mean, I, I feel like it wasn't common to know yeah, how to write unless like, you were of the wealthier side. So it's like, how do you keep logs of, like, shit well, like that in the, 1641? Well, I think... I think that ship captains were well of wealthy... 
yeah wealthier i just keep thinking of will turner and jack sparrow the guy scrubbing (laughs) the deck is probably not squash (laughs) buckler or whatever (laughs) (laughs) i just envisioned like veggie tails or something like a squash dressed as a pirate what is it you squash buckler i don't know i don't know (laughs) i'm not a i don't fucking know I thought you were a pirate. I'm not a fucking pirate. <laughs> I don't fucking pirate. No, they don't bathe. I do not want to be a pirate. <laughs> I enjoy showering way too much. <laughs> you the guys want to hear ocean. the most embarrassing thing I did when I was younger? <laughs> if it has anything to do with not bathing, then no. probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna put my ass on blast right now. Oh, so you so, definitely didn't bathe. <laughs> no. When Pirates of the Caribbean 3 came out, I was in like 6th grade, I think. Because it, it came out a while ago, so I think it was yes, in like 6th grade. the first one came out in, when I was at the end of 6th grade. Yeah, so the yeah. third one came out when I was in like 6th grade. Oh, I'm old. I hid a whole diary of my pirate life in my room. <laughs> And had drawings of what my pirate clothes would look like. Okay, petition for this podcast to now be a live read, or I guess not a live read, but a read of Kayla's pirate diary from sixth grade. I don't know what happened to the diary. I'm sure Carrie Jo has found it somewhere. <laughs> She's read it cover to cover. I hope it's in the garbage somewhere, but oh, yes. Oh, man. I had my own pirate diary. <sighs> Well, lucky for you, I don't go through people's shit that looks like diaries, so... I know. I might have just thrown it away. Oh, thank God, because nobody needs to read that. Because I threw out all my old ones, because nobody needed to read that either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to get any, like, grand insight into my life. I literally <laughs> had a diary entry about how sad I was that Yoda died. Oh, man! So, you know what I mean? Like... It's okay. I You're not learning anything you don't already know. And it was talking about how, like, one Easter we got in trouble and we had to pick up each individual strand of, like, the fucking Easter basket stuffing off the floor because oh. someone was pissed off at us for some reason. Well, there's some childhood trauma I don't remember. <laughs> it's like, I found that one and I was like, what the fuck was I writing? I was in, like, third grade. Like, okay, we don't need a third grade diary at 26. Today I had got in trouble. <laughs> Today, I wore the same pink pants again. <laughs> I'm only allowed to out myself on the podcast. You cannot out me about shit like that. I'm traumatized by those pink pants, though. <laughs> Grandma hemmed them for me like 16,000 times so I could keep wearing them and all the things. And that's all we know about the pink pants. Nobody asks questions. <laughs> Good lord. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah now that okay well yeah so both our childhood diaries were just <laughs> nerd cast yeah before podcasts were a thing yeah pretty much no i literally remember i cried at the end of return of the jedi because i was so sad that yoda died it was a really sad moment in time dude like i love that meme that's like <laughs> when my kids are like asking me a thousand questions and now i understand why yoda just died instead of answering Luke's a thousand <laughs> questions. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. We're, we're in the whole question uh, fucking phase oh of God, our, of yes. the childhood and it's like... Yeah, you got questions and butts. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Rowan is the philosopher, and she needs to know, like, why the sky is blue every ten minutes. And then Andre's like, my face is a butt. What if my face was a butt? What if my butt was a face? With, with no teeth. Like, what the fuck was that? That was so funny. I was dying. Maybe he is a philosopher in his own sense. I don't know. What if your face was a butt? I don't know. What, you know if, what? what You're if? absolutely fucking right. What if? Like... <laughs> Oh my god. And now just... that we've embarrassed my entire family. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. They're five. It's funny. <laughs> we have a whole bunch of anxiety right now. Or at least Rowan does with her philosopher ass going into kindergarten. And it's... Oh, she doesn't know what to expect? Yeah. Oh. It's a lot. And a new school and new people. It's a new school new people. Because it's not like we're going right next to where I work. Mm-hmm. Where it would be a bit of a more comfortable transition since she would know some people. It's definitely, it's every time we pass it. Okay, mommy, Mimi is right over there. Grandma's over this way. You're over here. We're over here. And I'm like, yes, yes, we are all around you. It's going to be fine. Aww. Like, she's having. She'll be fine. Every time we pass it. And I'm just like, like, kids okay. that little make friends so easily. Oh, though. yeah, for sure. And especially someone as social as fucking Rowan. Yeah. Who'd be talking to people in the store? Like, nah, bitch, somebody's gonna fucking kidnap you. That's how you were. Used to hug strangers. I used to hide in the middle of the clothing rack. Mm. Andre does that, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I remember I got freaking yelled at by Grandma Pat. Because <laughs> I was, we were, I don't know, we were shopping and I hid in the rack and I thought it was hilarious because I used to like wait for mom to walk by and like mm-hmm. jump out or like grab her. And I tried to do it to Grandma Pat. Boy! Wrong person! I got my ass beat. (laughs) She was not... She was not amused. Mm -mm. At all. Yeah. And I don't think I ever did it again. (laughs) (laughs) To her. (laughs) No, at all, ever. I don't think I ever did it again, because she Mm -hmm. scared the... She's a very scary lady. She went bad on me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's hella funny. Alright, well. Hello. Oh, excuse me. Well, you know the drill. Hands up, cash out. Just kidding, it was a proud family reference. Oh, yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I love Sugar Mama. I do too. I saw some, there's like, I don't know, there's that internet thing going around where it was like, he, I don't know, she was, I don't know, I'm not, he was his queen and he would do anything, she was his queen and he would do anything for his queen and somebody put ma- sugar mama yes. in that little old man. Um, and then I was cracking up, because it's supposed to be like about the Joker and Harley mm-hmm. Quinn, I think. And somebody put sugar, and I was like, this is the only appropriate use yes. of this. <laughs> It is. I love it. Oh man, love you know they're re- they're rebooting it. Yes, I love that show. This show is fucking amazing. Oh. they're rebooting Rugrats too. And I feel like, how many times are we gonna do that? No, it's like the the baby Rugrats, not like all grown up or anything like that. Mm. Which they weren't even all grown up. They were fucking in like middle school. 
Yeah, they're, I mean, that's pretty adult, though. I guess. I was... <laughs> more more internet memes. There's the one post that was like, when you realize that... Uh, what's the dad's name? Stu. Oh, yeah, Stu. When you realize that Stu and Dee Dee are literally supposed to be 30 years old. And I'm like, oh, man. They rough. did them dirty. Right? I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I don't know. Do I look like that? Like, fuck. Like, oh, okay. He's like, it's the it's like the picture of him like making pudding in the middle of the night. Oh he's god, like, that's my favorite episode. <laughs> and she's like, Stu, are you making pudding? He's like, yes, because my life has fallen apart or whatever. <laughs> it's midnight. <laughs> this is what it's come to, dear. So funny. Alrighty, and again, you know the drill. I'll quit yawning. Um, yep. Yeah, Instagram follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Like us on Facebook, although I forgot to put our last episode stuff up, so I need to do that. Um, DM us. DM us kind words. Or your stories. You know, or your stories, but it's alright too. Or suggestions. Yep. And again, reiterating from earlier, if you've listened to this far, or you're listening out of pity for me or because my husband is friends with you on the internet then thank you very much it's greatly appreciated and i'm saying thank you by association because i'm just here (laughs) (laughs) you just got roped into this all right y'all we will see you next week bye bye